are listening to Opportunity Detroit, brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. Maureen Donahue Krauss, CEO of the Detroit Regional Partnership. It's great to see you today. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And you're here to talk to us a little bit about the question, is Michigan ready for EV transition? Talk to us a little bit about that. Are we ready? We are as ready as anyone, I think, in this country. We're doing a good job of it. You know, we put together last year our Global Epicenter of Mobility program, which was only one of 21 efforts funded by the federal government to accelerate this moment in time when the industry is undergoing this rapid transformation. You know, the local terminology that I think all of us in the Detroit area know, ICE to EV, but it's even more than electric vehicles. It's hydrogen and all of the components that drive mobility of the future. The key part of our application that was stunning even to us, we had to list what are the assets you already have that support this industry. We had over 400 assets in the region that support the mobility industry. You know, our, our OEMs and our tier ones are already, see, already investing billions in this. We want to make sure that our supply chain, small and medium-sized companies, our entrepreneurs, and our talent are able to meet the moment as well. So our whole Global Epicenter Mobility GEM initiative is built to support them so we can make this transformation inclusively um, urban, rural, in our large region, historically excluded communities. We need to keep pace with this rapid transformation. So I feel really good about where we're at with the assets we have, the experience, talent we have, and really the knowledge that we have to move as fast as industry to keep up. Absolutely. Now, what are some of the key things that need to happen in order for us, this region, Detroit, the state of Michigan, in order for us to be to be ready and good to go when the full EV transition arrives? You know, there's a couple things. The first, I would say, is around talent. So here's two assets we have. We have very experienced manufacturing talent. They've been in a plant before. They know how cars are put together. We also are the second largest concentration of engineering talent in the country, just behind Silicon Valley. And in fact, every year we bump between one and two. So that strength of engineering talent and experience manufacturing um, is a really good combination because talent is the driver for all right now. Um, you know, it's what helps companies make locations. We know companies are coming to us right now because they see that talent and they want that access. We all have to make sure we have enough talent, but we really are looking at efforts to identify talent that doesn't go through the usual channels of talent. Um, you know, I listened this morning earlier to Richard Florida, who said uh, he's releasing a study today, but Michigan is the number one state in the country to retain college-educated talent that graduates from our schools. So it's really about bringing back talent who may have left, who understand sort of the whole vibe of what it's like to be here, but also to attract new talent to our area. And we're going to make sure that's a focus of ours as well. But you know, when you think about it, there's really exciting opportunities in this new car of the future um, and really mobility of the future. And so, you know, when I look at someone coming out of school, what do they want to do? You want to work in a cool tech industry? You want to make a difference? 
this is a really good place to do that. Absolutely. Are Michigan's universities playing a role in this talent development? Absolutely. You know, when we meet with companies that we're trying to attract to the area, we bring in the universities. We bring in the heads of engineering. We bring in some of the faculty. Um, we had a couple of big hydrogen projects recently. We brought in faculty who are doing this research in hydrogen, state of the art. And it was funny, the one meeting we had, the faculty was talking in very technical terms. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm, in liberal, I'm a liberal arts uh, gal here. I don't know that I understand it all. The company thought it was fabulous. So when you get the like minds together, they recognize that our universities are doing state-of-the-art research and producing state-of-the-art talent for the future. How is Michigan doing in the policy world with regard to EVs and electrification overall, I should say? Yes. Um, you know, we've had some really strong leadership in this area from uh, the state and their utilities. I think it would be terrific to have one clear focus that shows the importance of this and what our steps are that we're going to take. And we're ready for that. Uh, you know, and I think the governor is going to be announcing some things. I'm not going to steal her thunder. Um, but we have been having these conversations on what we can do as a state. We've talked to a lot of our policymakers. What are the tools that we need that might be different from the past? And this so reminds me you know, dating myself, but when we went to a real focus on manufacturing and we started talking about technology and research and development, our tools at the state level didn't meet that moment, but we got there. And I think we're at that same moment where it's like the uniqueness of the needs of our customer is different from what it has been, but I am really excited that when I talk to policymakers on both sides of the aisle, right, they all understand that that's where we are. And so our policies need to reflect the needs of our customers and also need to provide some consistency so it doesn't change every time we have an election. You know, it's funny, whenever we talk about electric vehicles and, and the future of electric vehicles, one of the things that always comes up with just your average driver out there mm -hmm. is... Where would I charge the vehicle? How easy would it be to charge this vehicle? How is the city of Detroit doing, the region, the state of Michigan, with regard to charging stations and meeting the basic needs of owning an electric vehicle? So um, a couple of things have happened. We have been working as a region, well, I would say the Tri-County area has been working on a study to say strategically where should charging stations be, where are the you know key high traffic areas we should have them. Um, I know that uh, others are working on the utility companies uh, as well. Where should we have them? I think, you know, the future, if you look in front of the train station, where you will have a roadway where you can That's charge your vehicle cool, when you're driving. It? So cool. It's and pretty amazing. Yes. And, um, and it's a great demonstration project, once again, first in the country, to show that we are thinking ahead. Um, we'll get there. Uh, we will get there. It's been quicker than maybe the Industrial Revolution or whatever, right? But I do know that a lot of people are working on ensuring that charging is not an issue. And, you know, just when you think about it, there are apps that can tell you everywhere to charge. So you just, here's my location. It goes into your GPS, and if you need the charge, it might take a little planning ahead. But there are so many benefits. And, you know, once again, we know that the internal combustion engine is not gonna, doesn't have an expiration date. So this is one of these, and it's kind of interesting, the theme of the conference. It's not either or, it's and. We're at a stage of and. How can we do both right now? 
and then we'll, we'll evolve that way. But it's something that's certainly top of mind, and it is being worked on. Maureen Donahue-Krauss is my guest today here at the Mackinac Policy Conference on Opportunity Detroit. Maureen, before I let you go, what do you want to take away from this conference? What's important to you? I could not have chosen a better theme because I think, you know, there's been a lot of polarization and not just in Detroit, yes. Michigan, uh, the Detroit region, the country, right? But we learned when we put together our application for the Global Epicenter of Mobility, you know, five or six years ago, we would have had five different applications from the region. None of them would have been aligned and they wouldn't have been as powerful separately. We were successful because we did it together. And I want to use that as an example. I was thrilled with the grant award, but I was equally thrilled that our region recognized, gee, if we did this all together, our assets combined are a lot more impactful than they are separate. So I think that's the theme of this conversation at this conference. And I love that all of the leadership from the city, region, and state will be hearing the same message. And I believe recognizing that it's the way of our future for success in Michigan. So, so important. It was great to talk to you today. To talk to you. And I'm going to check back in with you Please down do. the road. Because I know that you will have lots more to discuss as we continue talking about EVs and electrification. It's moving fast, and I would be happy to come back and keep you up to speed. Maureen donahue Crow, CEO of the Detroit Regional Partnership. Coming up next, the Vice President of Government Affairs for Rocket Companies on affordable housing and economic development in the D. We'll be back right after this.